0: The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. We talked to a man who has uh, been through one or two budgetary processes uh, on, uh, in his previous career. Um, this budget, 2023, is at the forefront of a lot of our minds. There's uh, huge challenges in terms of energy, huge challenges in terms of inflation, huge challenges in terms of uh, cost of living. Ivan Yates, does it remind you at all of the late 70s, early 80s?
1: Yes, it does, insofar as uh, not many people remember that far back. What happened was um, money was taken out of people's pockets to pay for a, a seismic increase in the cost of oil. And so, therefore, you fill up at the forecourt for your car, your home heating, and all the knock-on effects on all the production costs in the economy resulted in a period of hyperinflation. And what actually happened was, instead of addressing it, we almost had a decade in the 80s of uh, convincing ourselves that the government could make up the money or employers could make up the money. And we had what was a a sustained period of what's called stagflation, uh, in which whatever economic growth you had, it was gobbled up in inflation. And I think there are salutary lessons that have been forgotten
0: from that have they been that forgotten? Because now. I would have thought the big difference between now and then was then was the Irish Central Bank with a mild wariness about overreaction. And now we have the ECB, which is gung-ho and wrapping its arms around inflation, no?
1: Well, 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 first of all, let's just stop the ball right there and talk about the ECB. Uh, the ECB are actually part of the problem um, and the Federal Reserve are part of the problem. And that is, they actually believed over the last 10 years, that you could stimulate the economy by uh, quantitative easing. And then they really loved printing money because during the pandemic, uh, they had MMT, which was a monetary theory which said, actually, we can solve with zero interest rates. This money will never be repaid. And for example, more dollars were printed during the pandemic than in the history of the dollar since 1914 and those chickens are coming home to roost because the ECB as well there was excess money in the economy and they said no 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 this won't lead to inflation but it actually has led to inflation and they've now a choice between stagflation or having a sharp two-year recession which will get inflation under control and that's where we're now headed to.
0: Sorry, that's where we're now headed to if something isn't done or that's where we're headed to no, now no, if the right thing is done? what they're going
1: to do what they're going to do is they're going to raise interest rates. They've already said about it and you can see now interest rates are probably in the UK going to head to 5.5% because they're particular exigencies of yesterday's budget uh, where they decided to gamble the exchequer's public finances on tax cuts uh, and growth and good luck with that. But, uh, and it's going to cause a particular problem for Ireland because It looks like now sterling is going to devalue the markets are sufficiently unimpressed uh, to around 90 pence to the euro which will actually cause per- particular problems to competitiveness of Irish exports. OK, now hang on for but a minute because I, I, I want to
0: go back to what, if you were around the cabinet table, what recommendations you would be making in the run-up to this budget. Before we get to that though, you mentioned the UK and I want your your take on this. The, the former US Treasury Secretary, Larry Summers, did an interview with Bloomberg and the quotes about the, the UK mini-budget I thought were startling. He said, it makes me sorry to say but I think the UK is behaving like an emerging market turning itself into a submerging market. Between Brexit, how far the Bank of England got behind the curve and now these fiscal policies I think Britain will be remembered for having pursued the worst macroeconomic policies of any major country in a long time.
1: Totally agree. Um, Situation is that history will prove that uh, Brexit was an act of economic genocide on the British people and they've now doubled down on that because it will mean less investment less jobs and less trade. And they've now doubled down on that because the first of that are starting to emerge. And they've gone for broke. They may deregulate their financial services and they've gone for tax cuts. And uh, if your fundamental problem is, is not that, you know, the people, the difficulty of Britain is not because of its tax rates. The, Britain, the difficulty for Britain is that it has excluded itself from the trading world and thought they would pick up trade deals with America and the rest of the world, non-EU trade deals, and they've shot themselves in the foot. They've now uh, compounded their error by simply saying, okay, we'll use our independence to create an economic miracle of low cost economy and all of that good stuff and low taxes, but it won't work because the fundamental problem is a trading problem.
0: So take it back then to home. If you were sitting around the cabinet table and our nearest neighbour is acting as an anchor, what do we do?
1: Well, first of all, the, the, the bigger issue is is that Tasker became minister for finance in, in 2017, and I always said he was a lucky general, but he's actually won the lotto. I mean, if you look at the overnight figures of the Budget Five paper, which sets the scene uh, for Tuesday's budget, this corporation tax windfall is just uneffing believable, uh, Anton. Like I remember not so long ago corporation tax receipts were five, six billion, then they shot up to ten billion, then they shot up to fifteen billion. Now they've shot up to twenty one billion. This was completely unforecast, and in fact there's a supplementary paper they said they've got a surplus of four point four billion, but actually without this windfall they would have had a deficit of four and a half billion. Now the Fiscal Advisory Council have a pain in their face saying there are factors here with this revenue from Apple and all the tech giants to say that it's not recurring. Two things. One, tech giants are now firing instead of hiring. And if you look at the NASDAQ and so on, uh, real problems uh, in terms of the unsustainable growth. The second problem is Ireland is probably the repository of some of those taxes. Uh, that the, the repository? Repositories <laughs> that are not going to... Yeah, indeed, indeed. Repository uh, of, 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 of not always going to be coming to Ireland. And therefore, I think Pascal really needs to have an eye of where we're going to be. But will Pascal not terms.
0: say, Ivan, look, this is the McCreevy thing of when I have it, I spend it. It's going to be a, a very tough winter and possibly 12 months before then. The corporation tax won't evaporate in the next six months. I'll use it to get over this hump and then we can go back to business as usual.
1: Well, that's what they will do. That's absolutely what they will do in so far as that uh, politicians really don't think beyond the next opinion poll next December's changeover in the government where Pascal probably won't be Finance, And that's, that's fine. But I'm not looking for votes. I'm, what I'm saying is that we've got to look to 2025. We've got to look to 2030 with decarbonisation and all that sustainability agenda. And, and let's look back, uh, the rearview mirror, you don't need me to tell you that the pandemic cost the state 40 billion, of which 30 was added to the national debt. So what is what is going to be the position if actually we do head into a recession? People aren't changing their car, buying a new TV, uh, building extensions to their house and taking more holidays. That's what happens in a recession, actually. You don't want to double down and have on top of an economic market recession. You don't want to go back to austerity. And it's really important that the government take the medium-term view on these issues and listen to the advice of the Fiscal Advisory Council and actually pay down some of the debt and leave us in a position that when things get really bad, really bad in the recessionary times coming ahead, that they actually can be a support, that we haven't blown the budget.
0: Well, Pascal Donahue, the Minister for Finance, will be joining us in a little over 20 minutes. And I'll put exactly that question to him. Ivan Yates, always a pleasure. Thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. That is the one and only Ivan Yates late of this. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.